0: We hope you are finding some use for the employment rights information in our podcast episodes. It's all about expecting fair treatment at work and we don't think that is too much to ask. Before we get into our session about making subject access requests, just a reminder for you about our bullying surgery which will be taking place on the 27th of November 2022. At our bullying surgery, we'll be looking at bullying in your workplaces and supporting you to talk about your experiences. Our aim is to stop workplace bullying from enjoying the silence inflicted on bullying victims who often feel powerless in bullying situations. At our bullying surgery, you'll be able to speak about your bullying experiences in a safe space and get the support you need to take the next steps. You can bring your bullying workplace problems into the space where you will be supported by our employment rights expert who will help you to look at possible interventions to get the bullying to stop. If you would like more information about our bullying surgery or you would like to register for the surgery, hop across to www.employmentrightsonline.com forward slash bullying surgery. That's www.employmentrightsonline.com forward slash bullying surgery. You'll also find the link to the surgery at the bottom of the show notes where you're listening to this podcast episode. This week, we continue our mini-series on your data protection rights at work by looking at how you are able to find out what information your employer holds about you and how you can get a copy of that information. And getting a copy of the information also applies to past employers if in fact you have left the employment of a particular company. Now you might ask the question, why is this even important? Well, it might shock you to know that over 99% of all employees never check the information their employer holds about them. And of the remaining 1%, about 0.4% go on to ask their employers for information held about them, usually during a dispute with their employer. And by dispute, we mean either grievance or disciplinary matters or an employment tribunal matter. But why is this important? Well, it becomes important when your employer needs to hold information about you that impacts on your ability to do your job or the way you do your job or concerns you have raised about your job. All of this generates information and we are about fairness and that includes fairness of whatever information is held on your records Each of the scenarios we've just mentioned requires your employer to hold information about you, but in particular, if you get into dispute with your employer, and let's say for example, you receive the minutes of a dispute meeting and you make corrections to those minutes, which are then placed on your HR file, you need to be sure that the minutes have actually been placed there, number one. And number two, you need to be sure that the correct minutes are placed there to reflect an accurate record of what happened. And in particular, if you disagreed with the employer's view of a particular situation, that your responses are also on the file. Similarly, if you've been issued with a warning sanction, which has been placed on your file for a time limited period, let's say you receive a six month written warning, you need to be sure that that warning has been removed at the requisite time to be sure that anyone reading your file is not given a false impression of your conduct at work. We have known situations where employers have left warnings on files and those warnings even though expired, have gone on to influence decisions about promotions. And employees have not found this out until way, way down the line when it's just come up in a topic of general conversation about what certain people thought they knew about that employee. So it's really important to be sure that anyone reading your file is not given a false impression of your conduct at work. And you do this by checking with your employer about what is on your file. Then there's a need to just check basic things like making sure your employer is holding the correct information about you and that incorrect information or out of date information has either been amended or removed, something which we spoke about in the last two episodes of the podcast. And then finally, sometimes you might just want to remove your data from a company you no longer work for. So how do you go about getting access to your personal data held by your employer? Well, to get access to your data, you will need to submit a data subject access request, more commonly known as a SAR, which you are entitled to submit by law under the General Data Protection Regulations or GDPR. Your SAR can be made either verbally or in writing, including by email, and you can even make the request using the employer's social media account. In most cases, though, your employer will specify a preferred method of making a SAR request, And you are more likely to find this information in your company's data protection policy or the privacy policy. It may even be the case that your company has a form that you will have to fill in to provide specific details of the information you are requesting to help the company better retrieve the information you are asking for, particularly if the employer holds large amounts of information about you. So, how long can your employer take to provide you with your data? When you submit your SAR request, your employer has one month to provide you with the information you are requesting and your employer must make all reasonable efforts to find and retrieve the information you are asking for. If your request for information is complex or you submit more than one request, Your employer can extend the time limit. Your employer can extend the time limit to get the information back to you by an additional two months. But your employer must let you know within one month that a time extension is required and must also explain why the extension is necessary. Bear in mind, however, that if your employer has to write to you to ask you to clarify your information request, your employer can pause the clock to pause the time limit until you respond to the employer's request for clarification. And then once that clarification is received, the clock starts ticking again. And here your employer is expected to ask for that clarification as promptly as possible. So you have a situation where you've made that SAR request. The employer needs to respond within a month, but feels that they need some clarification. So they stop the clock right to you. You send the clarification. The clock ticks again. And then the time limit is one month. But if the employer then feels one month is not going to be enough, then they must write to you within the month explaining the reasons why. Now, the question is often asked whether your employer can refuse to give you information you are requesting. And the short answer is yes. The law on data protection Does allow your employer to withhold what's called privileged information. And that privileged information might be information your employer has processed for crime purposes, for example, or taxation purposes, or where the data you are asking for would prejudice the conduct of the employer's business or where the information might identify a third party who has not given consent for their data to be shared with you. Your employer would still be expected to comply with your request and would then be expected to redact or blot out sensitive parts of documents that the employer does not want you to see. But where this cannot be done the employer can argue that it's reasonable not to provide you with the information and the employer must provide this result or this outcome in writing to you. Where your employer cannot comply with your request, your employer still has to notify you of this and provide reasons for refusing your request within that one month time limit of receiving your request. Your employer must also tell you that you have a right to make a complaint to the Information Commissioner's Office or alternatively, that you have a right to take legal action against the employer in the civil courts where the courts, if you are successful, can grant you an order requiring the employer to comply with your request for that information. If you get that court order, you will also likely receive compensation for the employer's failure to act within the law. The final thing to note here is that your employer can be fined for failing to provide SAR responses to the right person. In effect, sending your data to someone else. How many times have we seen this happen? Or how many times have you received someone else's information? It happens a lot. But Employees don't actually know that they have legal redress against the employer when this happens. And so because employers know that they can be fined for sending your data to someone else, the employer must, not may, but must take steps to verify the identity of the employee making the SAR request to be sure that the data is not sent to the wrong person. Again, if your data is sent to the wrong person, you can make a complaint to the ICO who will investigate your complaint and take the necessary action, including requiring the employer to pay compensation. So if you decide that you want to see the information your employer has about you, your first step is to check your employer's data protection or privacy policy, which should detail how you make a subject access request or a SAR request to your employer to get that data. And that's it for this week. Our takeaways for this week are that you have a right to make a subject access request at any time to your employer to see what information your employer has about you on your HR file or any other file. And when you make that request, your employer has one month to comply and send you your data in a written format. As usual, you can find all our support links at the bottom of the show notes, where you're listening to this week's podcast episode. And you can help us by sharing our podcast information with your friends and colleagues so that we can introduce other employees and workers to this important information. You can also help us by leaving us a review on iTunes or a rating on Spotify. Finally, if you want more information about our bullying surgery, scroll down to the bottom of the show notes where you will see the www.employmentrightsonline.com forward slash bullying surgery live link. And you then click that link where you can get more information and register for the surgery. The bullying surgery will be taking place on the 27th of November 2022. Until next week, have a great employment rights week. Bye for now.